Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you do my Coming down for you. Damn it. So Andy, what have you been watching? Um I watched The Walking Dead. Boom. The last three episodes. It's actually quite good. There was a kind of holy shit moment in one of the episodes. They've started doing, uh, they've started kind of going back to the comics now. So they've got um, the Whisperers in it now, which are people that pretend to be zombies, basically. They talk very quietly. Yeah, but yeah, I can't wait for these shows to like finish forever, so we never need to hear about their boringness. But yeah, I don't really have any more to add. Live to that. I didn't watch anything else. Walking <laughs> Dead's so boring to even hear about until the mid-season and like the first episode and the last episode this smart thing's not working honestly those three episodes were really good though like I did really enjoy them like me and Ashley like, were like oh we'll watch one and then we watched all three which is probably the first time that's happened for, with The Walking Dead in ages like we've not even been caring about watching it and uh, those, those three episodes were really good the last time. but yeah that's so- what I'm have you noticed? Have you noticed that you, this is another phone thing? Have you noticed in the phones since the Android Pie update, you can't like split screen the windows anymore? See, I could never get that to work properly. Anyway, like I tried to use it once, and I was like, "This is too fiddly." And I think it's because obviously the fold you're able to use three things at once. It's really annoying. Anyway, what I watched, I watched. Uh, I finished Still Game season eight, which I discovered I hadn't seen any of. There's only like six episodes a season. Uh, the best one was the pie episode where the butcher dies. And they're all fighting over this oh, big yeah. pie. Hmm. That was so funny, that one. Um, and I'm sure the one where they went camping was quite good as well, because they went to Naveed's caravan. Um, but then it turned out it wasn't his caravan. Oh, yeah, and they made a big mess. <laughs> yeah, they dropped the bottle of coke and it went everywhere. Because hmm. Winston went out, uh, he met a woman at the pub instead of going and getting their pizza and stuff for them, because they gave him a tenner each. And he was meant to pick up a takeaway pizza for Jack and some beer for the rest of the night and the, he went to the pub instead and spent all the money and they ended up lying in a hedge and he's like I get something better than pizza I got my whole <laughs> and he's just lying there so funny so yeah um, okay we'll talk about those last two together I watched um, a movie that the wife chose to watch called Commuter this is the one of the night oh, I say the wife chose to watch yeah and like we'd seen the trailer for it and Tasha said let's watch this and I went yeah let's watch it and oh my god it was so boring like Liam Neeson's on a train right and he's a police officer I think or a detective one of the two and he has to find someone or his family basically like a woman tells him like someone this train doesn't belong and they try to make it all twist and turn it but it's not and it's just this film on a train and it's like 
The only film set in a vehicle you ever need to see is Speed, starring Keanu Reeves. That's it. Snakes on a Plane. That is a good film also. But yeah, Speed or Titanic, if you're into Titanic, yeah. It's a good disaster movie. Yeah. I love how Netflix tweeted out about uh, you kids these days don't know the struggle of having to watch the second part of Titanic on the, the, the double VHS. Like, you had to <laughs> stop it, take it out, and yeah. put another. Um, so, yeah, I watched uh, Commuter. It was really, I, wouldn't, I couldn't advise it's on Netflix. We also watched one that started out better called The Unknown with Liam Neeson as well. But again, it, it kind of ended and it was like, what? Like, it felt like the film should have had another half hour. Big grand ending. Yeah, he saved the day, but it felt like there was going to be more to it. You know, like he's just beat the underboss, like he's not beat the big boss, but it's like, oh no, that that's it. That's it all summed up. Okay, okay, okay right. Well, you weren't really what you intended to be. Um, this was obviously after he'd Taken, which done really well, and he decided to do every single action film that they asked him to do from now on. <laughs> and obviously the quality of them get worse and worse, because I've never seen Taken 2 or 3, but Taken 1 was really good. Hmm. Um I also watched uh, American Gods season two episode zero because. Um, oh. oh okay, right. I thought I thought. Like, <laughs> no, it starts next Tuesday. So episode okay. zero, is catch up episode, which is really handy for this show because it was so confusing as you remember. Mm-hmm. So like basically it go, it's like this voiceover and it's like and then Shadow Mister went here and it's like catching you up on the Leprechaun and the, the dead wife, fuck you, dead wife, Leprechaun, and then. Um, um, I forgot that Gillian Anderson was in the episode as well of this. Well, not the last episode. She was in it or, um, for the third last episode. Mm. Remember? Um, and the Techno Boy, I remember how such a douchebag he was. Um, I'm so looking forward to this show because I think it, it lost its director. It was meant to be out last year and they had to get either a new director or something in. I cannot remember. But anyway, it's coming out uh, next Tuesday. It's like 10th, is it? Is that right? I can't. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, episode zero. Like I just felt that I needed to catch up because I mean I've read most of the book. Still not finished the book, but the book's very different from the TV show, and it's been that uh, two years since it came out. Um, yeah, year before last, I think it was. Yeah, but I mean TV shows that are in this scale, like uh, often take. take... A while to make. Yeah, yeah, because like TV is not what it used to be. It's not just like pull out a camera and film they're made like movies now especially with budgets they get the special effects you know and like just the story and scape like look at game of thrones man like see if you showed that this the day they'd be like surely this is a movie you know it's like no no this yeah. is what tv looks like in 2012 was it game of thrones started so yeah basically once the sopranos and prison break and all that kind of fizzled out this new era of tv came in where not not just did the stories interconnect but they're now like hollywood features and they get people like yeah. sean bean and stuff in them you know and it's like the big actors want to be in them um so yeah it's a very different era of tv now where TV isn't seen as the lesser. Like if it used to be, remember, like oh, he only acts in TV. Like he's not he's good enough to be. Actor, yeah. He's a television actor. He's not good enough. Whereas it's not like that these days. Um, don't get me wrong. There are still programs with quote unquote television actors, but like there are bigger scale projects like Game of Thrones stuff that actors want to get into. But yes, uh, talking of Game of Thrones, like due to one of my games I was playing this week, I wanted to watch uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Spoilers, but I wanted to watch a show to go along with it and uh, George R. 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 Martin <coughs> made this one called Night Flyers, um, it's on Netflix and basically it's a ship that's on a mission to save Earth some virus, I think and it starts with like a flash of 
the guy that turns out to be the bioengineer guy chasing a woman with an axe and then like like kind of like here's Johnny style and then she puts an electric saw on it right and then it flashes kind of back to current day and it's like these people like get on with each other and it's like what the fuck has happened to get to that state that it showed you and I don't know if it's going to take to the end of the season to get there because um, obviously this woman's still alive and healthy but like the first time you see her she's like putting an electric chain buzzsaw not a chainsaw like you know the wee sort of thing that drills through stookies like we circular saw sticks that in her own neck and i'm like oh um so yeah uh basically there's a guy on earth that's got a plan for something but he's even though he's the main character he's meant to be kind of like the hero if you will he's kind of shady um so he's to go in the night flyer for two years to try and talk to some this is what i got from it anyway is to talk to some alien things to try and harness energy right and he wants to use a telepath to do it, and they, they call the telepath guys L1s, and normal humans don't like them because apparently they massacred people and stuff like that, but then the telepathic guys see it differently, like, they're like, well, we were actually, you know, kind of backed into a corner and we had to defend ourselves, so whatever, but um, weird things start happening in the ship, like the guy starts seeing his daughter and stuff outside of, like, the holodeck, if you will, I don't know what it's called in this, but you know how every space program, long space flights, they've got a holodeck still thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's in it talking to his daughter, but then his daughter starts coming out the holodeck and stuff, and it turns out it's this telepath. But the telepath's handler, kind of like his babysitter kind of woman, he's not young by any means, he's maybe in his, like, 20s or 30s, and he's, like, he's a bit of a dickhead, obviously, and he's, like, uh, um, making people see things, but he's not meaning to, she's saying, but then mm-hmm. partly it looks like he's going in a but partly he's defending himself because like at one point the guy does rush towards him and they watch the CCTV and yeah he throws the bottle that's on fire at his feet and it sets the guy in fire. you can see in his face that he didn't mean the guy to set in fire he just meant to block the guy's path you know so he couldn't get to him but he's been painted out to be this bad guy and um, he's been drawing the crew and they'll think it's weird but that's the way that he processes his visions you know it's kind of fucked up so you're not really sure if it's like him that's doing all the badness to the ship or it's the aliens that they're trying to talk to that we've not seen yet because they're kind of orbiting a planet. The captain as well, there's something up with the captain because the captain never leaves his quarters and he always projects himself as a telegram about the ship and I'm like, well, either he's Rimmer or the captain's not who he's appearing to be. So, mm-hmm. like, there's all these, like, sort of CTD futuristic style cams in the corner and they go orange when they're on and he's watching people at times when he shouldn't be watching them, if you know what I mean, and it's I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I like this show is what I'm trying to say, but I've just tried to describe it. Um, I don't know, though. Like, I didn't like Game of Thrones, but that doesn't mean I don't like the guy's writing, because obviously he's, he's successful at what he does, because I know the TV show was written by somebody else, but it's based on his books. Um, but yeah, this wasn't based on a book as far as I'm aware. Or am I wrong, Andy? Like, Night Flyers are just TV show. I mean, if it's love, if it's uh, George R. R. Martin, I would, be, I would guess it was based on some sort of book type product because he's a book writer like he doesn't write TV shows really. oh yeah it is a book Night Flyers and other stories I might get the book yeah. then yeah it's only like £4 yeah I'll probably get the book in fact it's two ninety nine. I'll get the book Um. so yeah like in fact can I download that huh yeah so like I started watching this one I've only watched maybe two or three episodes and you know one of those where it's like you find out what 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 I'm gonna to have to watch that again. Like not because you're confused, but because you're tuned out. <laughs> like, yeah. and it's not just because I've been tired. I've just been like watching it and then got distracted, and then like I look at my phone and something's happened. I'm like, huh? How did that happen? 
ah, I don't really care. Okay, let's see what happens next. <laughs> oh, okay, but because it's George R. R. Martin, it's like, okay, I'm kind of confused about it to catch up, but it's it's not so far been exciting. I'm going to give it a fair shake, though, because I know sometimes these epic TV shows we've just been talking about are slow-burning ones, and George R. R. Martin coming together with Netflix is a big thing. Sci-fi is cool to me, and some of the ideas are cool. I just... I don't want a long-winded show, and maybe watching one of his shows is the wrong kind of show to watch if I don't want a long-winded one. I mean, winter was coming for, what, five years before? <laughs> More. It just came. Jesus. So, And that was with a two-year break. End of the sixth season, and like that, the last episode is like, when winter came, basically. <laughs> right, so... Anyway, there's another show. There's another show that (laughs) that caught my attention, and it was because Amazon had saved it. And like you hear about Netflix saving shows, like um, what did they save? Was it Always Sunny? Or was it? uh, No, it was Arrested Development, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And there's been other shows as well. I can't think of head, but you you hear about them going, "Yeah, we'll pick that up." Um, Like. um, Breaking Bad, obviously. For some reason, AMC stupidly decided, no, this isn't for us. Netflix got it from, what, season five? Or the end of season five? Well, no, AMC was still short in America, but it was over here. Over here, Sky dropped yeah. or something. Like, it's crazy, yeah, right? So, anyway, The Expanse was one that came out, and it had just finished season three last year, and they announced the unit. Amazon jumped in and went, we'll take it. So, like, season four's out in May. Um, and I'm, I'm like, that's fine by me, because see if I show... He's four. It's worth watching. See if a show like this only lasts two seasons, like um, Extant that I used to watch with Halle Berry, mm, yeah. it was worth watching. But you're always left going, I wonder how that story would have ended if they'd been given a. Yeah. You know, like if a series gets four seasons, then it can happily wrap up any storylines. Like four's all you need. And do you know what proved that? Black Sales. Because Black Sales would have been still going, but remember they had the set fire and they couldn't afford yeah. to replace the set. They managed to wrap up the stories. So. Anything over four seasons has been bloated by the network. That's what I think. Or it's a comedy and doesn't need it. But anything with a story, if you're taking longer than four seasons, you're taking too long, in my mind. So they, they've definitely taken it on for next season anyway. Is a much better story than Nightflyer so far. It's also based on a book, which I bought the other night because I'm that into this story now. Okay. Um, it was like £3, but it's, the book had a different name. It's weird. Um, but the review for the book, Andy, believe it or not, said does for sci-fi what Lord of the Ring, eh, what Game of Thrones did for fantasy. That's what the review said. So um, eh, Thomas Jane's the kind of main guy in this who played the Punisher. Remember Thomas yep. Jane? Yeah, he's fucking great. And this he's like this sort of detective kind of guy that works on Earth, but he's actually from the Belt. So what we've got here is Earth been colonized. Mars has been colonized, right in the future. And there's people that live in the belt that can't afford Earth and Mars, do you know what I mean? Because they're kind of the... And it's Ceres they've landed on, a planet called Ceres, and they're like there, and they're called the Belters, and they're kind of in between Earth and Mars. And Mike from Breaking, Breaking Bad was in the first episode. Mike from Breaking Bad was also in Commuter as well, like two two things in one night. I'm like, oh, because he was uh, Liam Neeson's pal in the train that ended up getting killed and he was the captain in this that ended up getting killed um he's only in like the first episode um there's a ship basically he's the executive officer of the x or whatever it is so the the young guy that doesn't want to go back to earth um for whatever reason he gets promoted and he doesn't want his promotion because 
he didn't want to be on the ship anyway sort of thing or he doesn't want the responsibility I can't remember what his actor's name is but he's really good as well and they get a distress signal on this ship anyway like Thomas Jane like he's separate we'll get back to Thomas Jane he's on Earth this ship's kind of like it's a belter ship I'm sure or it's like kind of I don't know what to call it is it bounty hunters but they're not bounty hunters what would you call it like smugglers almost kind of thing you know, like Han Solo style, rather yeah. than like or Firefly, almost. That's kind of not not as funny as Firefly. Kind of that sort of idea, and the ship's kind of hanging apart. And basically, they get a distress signal, and they decide to ignore it. And the young guy that's kind of like the second in charge, he's like, no, he he analyzes the signal and he help goes for it, and it was a trap. Um, they take him and three or four other guys go out and take a shuttle to it and while they're out the main ship gets blown up killing all the people on it and he's like oh shit and the thing is it's looking like Mars has done it right and he's he sends out this distress signal with his own face that gets played all over Earth all over everywhere blaming Mars for doing this um, they end up getting captured by they call them Martians and I suppose they are but they're not they're humans emigrated to Mars basically in the future <laughs> Martians, I'll call it that, but don't think like I keep thinking of Marvin the Martian when I say that. Hmm. You know, whenever you say Martian, but no, it's yeah. just the humans that live in Mars. I'm not calling them Martians, even though that's what they're the show. They um they're like, tell us why you're doing this, tell us why you're doing this. And they're like, it wasn't Mars that attacked. They they're blaming Earth. So somebody's done this, you know, to try and start a war between Earth and Mars. Um and there's an Indian lady that's the actress in Earth, and I can't remember if it was Heroes or something else she was from. At first I thought she was oracle in the matrix but it wasn't that i can't remember what she was in before and she's kind of she's torturing a guy from mars because he can't take the pre- or no ceres because their gravity is different and when they hit earth um their gravity was lower and it like kind of destroys their bones and if she lifts them out the tank and she's like torturing them because she's accusing them of being a terrorist um but she's actually trying to prevent this war that's been brewing and thomas jane's kind of involved in the other side of the is he in Ceres or Earth? I'm not really sure what planet he's on just now because there's a bit of planet jumping. I think he's in Ceres. Okay. Right, we'll go with Ceres anyway. I could be wrong. But he's got this like young cop. And see, by the end of episode three, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, I can't believe they've just done that to the young cop because there's like the belters are kind of starting this. They're kind of fed up of being oppressed by like Mars and Earth and they're kind of trying to kickstart riots all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like... They're blaming like the government in this, and they're indicting like riots basically, and they have to sort it out. But the police force, like they kind of respect the police force, even when he sends the young guy to the other area to stop one of the riots happening. And I don't really want to spoil it. I really do want you to try the show and at least try to episode three. Not not that meaning that it doesn't get good to episode three. I think it was great from episode. Well, not great, but it was good from episode one. I could see that it was going places, but see by the end of episode three, I was like. I need to see what's happened now. You know, it's one of those where it's like, I can't believe that's just happened. And see, the minute that happened for me, I was like three episodes in and I'm invested and want to know what's going to happen to his character, the young detective. I'm like, I can't believe it. I really quite liked him. Like, he was kind of cheeky back to the officer. He's kind of new. It was almost his first day in the job. And he hates the fact that they're using plants and like to get air and stuff like that and the chief can't see what the poor people are having to live off of like poor air filtration and stuff like that and you know the detective the thomas james detective he kind of lives in the, the outskirts of the law not breaking the law but kind of bending the rules in a way you know he's got his contacts and stuff so he's kind of rough and almost like uh, harvey bullock and fucking james gordon that's a great comparison to what they're like 
you know, like the new detective's kind of young and naive and space pal sort of thing, like Welcome to Gotham. Yeah, I could you could say it's kind of like that, the way the relationship is, but there's quite a few stories going on because obviously guys that were taken hostage in space um, by the the people from Mars, the people from Mars, the humans that live on Mars. That's what I'm, I can't call the Martians. That's not possible for me. Mm. Like, you think little aliens, like, nano, nano. Anyway, uh, and then you've got the story going on in Earth and the story in the belt. And it's real interesting how they're all intertwined because Thomas Jane's basically been putting this assignment to find this rich girl that ended up going in a belt of ship. And um, we've seen her at the start on one of the ships that get destroyed, but we don't know where she ended up or if she's dead. And we don't know if Thomas Jane's doing it for the reward or if he's got an ulterior motive, you know, that sort of way where it's like, why are you doing this? And one of his contacts, which kind of might, I don't know if she's like an ex-girlfriend, the way she talks, possibly, but then Harvey Bullock type characters, you know what they're like when, you know, they know a lot of people and it's like, maybe she just doesn't like them. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, she was kind of saying why you took this case, like, why have you done this one? So I don't know how he's involved with it. You know, but it's really interesting the way it puts together. But anyway, like there's there's quite a few stories going on, and I don't know if I painted a good picture of it or explained it overly well there. But more or less, to boil it down, someone's trying to make Earth and Mars go to war because it wasn't an Earthship or a Mars ship, or was it? Okay. I don't want to say any more. I just really enjoyed this one a lot more than the night that I don't want because I want you to try it. Um. I can't think of any of the cat like it's one of those shows where like oh been in before you know one of those shows um so i'm really enjoying the cast i really like thomas jane in it all these haircuts really annoying short he wears this sort of trilby hat as well just so you know he's a detective <laughs> he's got like this one long strand of hair or like one big bit of hair at one side it just sometimes it looks weird you don't see it all the time but it's not as annoying as the tale of final fantasy 9 but yeah it's quite annoying um i suppose it's to make it look like a future thing and um, but yeah i've i really enjoyed this show and like i said i picked up the book and i expected to like night flyers more i'm not saying i don't like night flyers i just feel that night flyers is going to be long and drawn out you know because game of thrones is like that and um, whereas this one is ca- it's kind of interesting from the start and like i said by episode three when i was like no fucking way did that just happen i need to watch episode four before i go to bed that's where i'm at so Maybe about episode six or seven in season one, but two more seasons to watch. I think by the time I finish season three, well, anyway, so that's good. But yeah, that's all I watched. Would you? Would, did you think I covered that way, or do you think I was? Yeah, I mean, I'll probably watch it at some point. No, but no, I don't mean that. Like, I mean, did I describe that well in any way, or was it just waffling? Um, I think so. I was trying not to listen too much. Because I didn't want spoilers, to be honest. Because I, I want to, I do want to watch that show. Uh, the good, the one thing I will say to you, you was on Prime as well. Um, the weird thing is, I started watching this in the first three episodes. Oh, shouldn't this look better? And then, like the other day, I was just looking down my list on my PlayStation. I'm like, why does that say the expanse in 4K add to list? So I added to my list. They've got it as two separate, two separate okay. things. So I'd added season one, two, and three to my list. But they've actually got the 4K versions on it as well as separate, right. which is strange. So make sure you get the 4K version if you've if you've got the ability to do so as you do. But to the listeners as well, um, just so you know, there is the UHD 4K version on there, and it's not it's not the same one as the well, it's the same show, but you know it's not the same. Yeah, that's weird. It's, it's really strange. Yeah, you would think they would just put it on and it would upscale, and there wouldn't be two separate. Because at one point I had season one and season 
the fuck and it's like one's HD and one's 4K so strange because Netflix kind of just upscales like and it's just like oh you can watch this in 4K so watch it in 4K it doesn't have two separate uploads you know for the same oh, show automatically yeah yeah it's weird but the, the cool thing with Netflix I noticed plugged it in my TV and the 4K ones disappeared and went to HD and I brought it back down the stairs just to do it and I plugged it in my 4K telly and it's like bing okay there's the 4K version it's really clever how however that works and it <laughs> recognises anyway that's all I watched this week so let's move on to level R. This is the where we talk about all the video game this week, but most importantly, the video game news. So, Andy, what's been happening in the video game news? Uh, Red Dead Online is making a lot less money than GTA Online. Um, yeah, at the moment, five times less at the moment. And what? GTA is what six years old now? Five, six years old? Yeah. <laughs> That's insane because they, I bet they expected Red Dead to do phenomenally because the original game sold well. It's because um, it's not fun to like buy horses and shit like that. Like it is it's fun to awesome. buy cars and houses and like rob banks and like do all that sort of shit and have fast getaway cars and helicopters and that. And you don't have any of that in Red Dead. Yeah, but like Red Dead was popular. Do you know the the, the biggest problem I think they had was GTA Five launched and it was a first GTA Online. So yeah, it was going to be like kind of bare bones, and it was for a bit a good few months. They've had like five, six years practice of this shit and yet they'd release Red Dead online, bare bones. It's like, why? Why couldn't you have launched this as kind of like fully formed? Like, Because I know they've added more stuff now, but it's like, this sounds like to me that it's not going to be worthwhile playing for another year at least. And yeah, I've got it digital, so I'll try it. But for the likes of you who might have dipped in if it was fully formed straight away, because we're talking about it before it came out, it's like... There's no chance you would have kept that around because you you didn't like the campaign, right? But if you'd liked the multiplayer, at least you might have tried it out. But it, but it didn't sound fun at all. It just sounded like an empty, barren landscape. In fact, that's what it is. And yeah, they've added fishing, but it's like how can you how can you go from GTA Online, which sounds like a blast? I've nearly rebought it again several times now. Do you know, and they continually add stuff to it, and it's fully formed. To yeah, let's start from scratch again with nothing in the world. What? Why would you do that? Like, you should have launched this when it was ready, like, delayed it and just put it out when there was missions. Remember how pissed off we were waiting for the heist in GTA? Mm. Why why, why are people in 2019 having to wait for similar things like we did five, six years ago? Like, that makes no sense to me, Rockstar. Like, that's why it's not working in my mind. Well, I mean, it's probably still making enough money for them to keep doing it, so... Yeah, but you know what I mean, don't you? Like, why... Yeah. Why not release the full a full package? I don't know. Yeah, they're calling it the beta, but that's just to cover the bats because they didn't pro- they didn't do it well enough with GTA, and everyone was complaining at first. But it's because you promised this heist straight away. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, why would you release it like this? Don't get me wrong. See, once it's full out, and it's like, oh yeah, that that looks quite fun because I'm damn sure there will be a point where it it ends up as oh well, they've added this, they've added this. I'll give it a try. But like you said, you made a very good point about. I don't mind the game, like I know you didn't like it, but your your main point stands, and that's the biggest standout for this game, is it doesn't value your time. And like, see if a game is an instant pick up and play fun for five minutes, hmm. then it needs to respect your time. Like if you're not picking up like Tetris 99, for example, that's like bam, 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 okay, I'm done with that. Or you can play for hours. If it's going to be a lengthy style game, it has to do with the Crackdown 3 method. This is the two ends of the scale. You've got Crackdown 3 that respects every second you're in that game, and then you've got Red Dead Redemption 2, and look at the review scores. Tell me what's going on there. 
Do you know? I, I, I had so much more fun playing Crackdown than I than I have. Did you finish it yet? I've not no, finished not it. Yet. Yet. Not yet. I've played it some more this week, but I haven't finished it yet. Cool. Um, but yeah. Um, anyway, moving on from that, um, Dragalia Lost has generated more revenue than Mario and Animal that's Crossing mobile already. Do you know why that's crazy? Because Animal Crossing and like this, it's all like cosmetic tickets. See Mario, it was an actual game you had to buy, remember, for a tenner when it came out. Yep. So the fact that Dragalia Lost, a brand new IP that's not even been out for a full year, like it only just came out properly in Britain, but it's not been out a year, has generated more money than Mario Run. Like, I remember paying £10 going, yes, yes, oh, what is this? Don't get me wrong, Animal Crossing's fun. I'm never spending money on that, you know. Like, there's enough stuff. That's the problem, though. There's enough stuff to do in these games, so I don't understand why people are spending money in Dragalia Lost, because I'm liking it, and it's like, I don't find the need to spend money. You, you earn enough. Like, if, don't get me wrong, there's probably quite, in fact, there is a lot of people out there that only game in their phone. So maybe that's why. But for a genuine gamer that's maybe only picking up the phone if, train, they don't pitch, they're on lunch, they're at the toilet, they're waiting on their game installing on a PS4 or an Xbox, then you're only playing a mobile game five, ten minutes. The only game I've actually sat down and properly played like a gaming experience. And yes, this is me slating games on mobile phones because I do not think they're up to scratch. Um is the room, the room one, two and three is the only one do you know what I'm gonna play the room tonight and played it like a proper game. And I know you're the same. Yep. Oh, don't get me wrong. Pokemon Go is still there, but that's more like everybody's got a like I used to play Doctor Who Legacy, Pokemon Go is one that I'll open up every day, you know, and just have a look. Um, and every time I put it on, I'm like, ah, hmm, do you know what? I'm going to link this to Pokemon Let's Go. And then I'm like, nah, I can't be fucked. It's too much hassle. And then, <laughs> yeah. But I generally open that app every day. And when I, on my days off with the Wii Win, when I go out with her, I just stick it on because you can get, like, um, you can hatch eggs and stuff. But it's more a habit game. It's not like, oh, yeah, let's sink some time into this. You know, it's like, no, I'll flick it on. Um but yeah, I just I don't like get people that are mobile only gamers. And do you know why? Because they don't know a good game because all they know is Candy Crush and Word Search. You know, it's not like and I'm I'm being honest here. And I know you can get things like Final Fantasy Seven stuff, but they don't count as mobile games. They're just games forced onto a phone that yeah, don't play well. Yeah. So and yes, you can use handheld control blah. You can use the uh, PlayStation 4 DualShocks. Great. If you've got enough money to spend 60 quid on a juice, put the rest away and buy an actual PlayStation 4 because you can get them cheap enough now. So, yeah, I just... I don't think it's a legit form of gaming. Come at me. I really don't. I think it's to suck money out of housewives. Um, there is a lot of that with, like, the big... Candy Crush. And, and, yeah, Candy Crush and, like, all those type of games. Castle Crashers. Not Castle Crash, Classic Cans, I mean, yeah. Castle Crashers is good. That's a, that's a proper... That's not, that's not a mobile <laughs> game. That I meant no, Clash of Cans. Clash of, Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans, yeah. Shite. Yeah. And The Simpsons games. Tapped Out is also another one. Yep, I hate all of them. Such a boring game. And see the ones that come out, and Final Fantasy was guilty of it as well. It was, It's like just a static screen, and it looks like it should be like Command and Conquer, and it's kind of tower defense, and every one of them's a carbon copy of each other. You know the ones I mean. You yep. get like... And, and then there's like a bunch of like card battler type games as well, and don't get me wrong, Hearthstone could be fun if you're into it, you know. I'm just not that into it. Yeah, like, I think the, the problem for me with, like, mobile phone gaming is that none of the games, well, almost none of the games have a good story. And, like, I, I like stories in games. And True. no mobile game has a, a good story. And that's not that's not counting ports because they don't count as mobile games. Yeah, because those have been somewhere else before and generally the experience is better somewhere else as well. 
I would 100% agree. Um, but yeah, Dragilla loss is good. I, I will say that. Um, so PlayStation Plus games for March got announced and they're giving away Modern Warfare Remastered and The Witness. Yeah, which says to me this rumour, this can tie into the rumour Warfare Remastered 2 got leaked by a ratings board, I think it was again, as as the leaks always happen. I'd imagine this is an E3 announcement when they announced Call of Duty for this year. And the rating board uh, was rating the Call of Duty remastered to Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two remastered campaign, and this was the rumors before. And there's going to be an outcry from the Call of Duty fan base if they do not have multiplayer for this, like because mm. multiplayer in Call of Duty Two is what made it. I've got a feeling what will happen is this will be like you know your deluxe pack, like Infinite Warfare had Modern Warfare. This will be Modern Warfare Four with Modern Warfare 2 st- stuck on, but see your campaign maps from Modern Warfare 2 that were redone, you know, in Modern Warfare 4, Modern so they will... 4, yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could definitely see that happening. Um, like, at, The Witness was my game of the year that year. It was like, a great was game. Like, I had so much... 16, was it 17? I think I had more fun, not just with the game, but me and you trying to figure out puzzles together. Hmm. That yeah, that I, was the most fun. It was the, the most fun I had in a non-co-op game, game playing yeah. it as co-op. Yeah, amazing game. Like, honestly, amazing. Like, if you don't know anything about it, just play it. If you don't like it, fair enough. But if you like it, then don't look up anything about it because it's fucking brilliant. It's on Xbox working... now as well, I think. Yeah, it is. And working out those puzzles, like using like a pen and paper and just like trial yep. and error and stuff, like, it honestly felt as good, if not better, than beating like a boss in like Bloodborne. Yeah, I would say so. 100% some of the later on when solved it like because you would get to a puzzle and you'd be like I've got no idea how to do this go away yep. do something else for a couple of hours and then come back to that puzzle and then go oh the stuff that I was learning doing those other puzzles does it work now into, no no that ties into this puzzle and now I know how to do it I can yep. do this puzzle and then you would work out how to do it like, oh, do you know hell. it's almost do you know what it was missed metroidvania because sometimes you come across you come across an area where you can't get past and it, it won't explain to you, you can't get past it. It's just like, well, you could get past it, but you would have to cheat or know straight away how to solve the puzzle. And my mind doesn't work like that. So like later on, it'll have small directions. It will never fully tell you what to do, the witness. It just kind of goes, okay, go. And it never, ever explains itself like that. Um, it's just kind of go. And it's kind of colourful, mist, like... Um, it's hard to describe. I never finished it. Like I got to the bit before I got in the mountain, and I, I don't know why I never finished it. Something else must have come out. But I know you you completed it, didn't you? I did complete it. It was it was really difficult towards the end, and I never went back and platinumed it. I've got one trophy that um, is left to get, and it's like it's really difficult to do because it's a level inside the mountain where right. the puzzles are randomly generated, so they're different every time, mm-hmm. and you've got a time limit as well. So yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Because you have to take all the learning and apply it quickly, and obviously it's different every time. So there's no, you can't look up a solution for it or anything like that. So it's a really difficult one to get. So I never ever went went back and got that. And Modern Warfare Remastered, like I, I've I've played Modern Warfare before. And um, will I try this one? Probably not, because I did get this with Infinite Warfare and never played it. What's that? Modern um, Warfare One. Yeah. Well, will you be getting it? See, Call of Duty this year. Get it if it's Modern Warfare Four. Um, yes, but as a prerequisite, I would have to have completed Modern Warfare 3 first. You've got it though, don't you? I've got it, yeah, I've got it, like, because I bought it, uh, I bought a physical copy, like, 
before it went back to compatible because I knew it would and like I would want to play it because I've I beat Modern Warfare one and two's campaigns and really liked them so. Mm-hmm. I will go back to that at some point. I've just not got around to it yet. Um, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield have been announced for Nintendo Switch. This is the po- new Pokemon games, the Gen eight Pokemon games. Uh, they also showed off the some gameplay as well as the starter Pokemon, which are Scorbunny, Grow, Key and, I like uh, the sad Sobble. water frog. Sobble. I like I like the sad frog. He's my favourite. Like, like he accepts life sucks. Monkey chameleon. Yeah, this is a game I will get, but I know you didn't like it, but I really loved in Let's Go. It was you know kind of like um, what Final Fantasy Twelve started, like where you can see your enemies. I just don't like random encounters. I would rather be able to see them and walk into them and like Let's Go done it, and I was like, oh my god, this is the future Pokemon. You can see them. It's like the cartoon over. And then it's like, no, 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 back to this. I will get this game. I wasn't blown away by the graphics. I, I, I expected them to be better than Let's Go, but I don't know if they're probably on par. Um, I don't know. I think it looks way better than Let's Go. Can't agree with that. Graphically, Let's Go, no fault. Yeah, but at the end of the day, Let's Go was a remaster, so it's going to have more detail. This is just this is the best version, best looking version of Yellow you can get, depending on your preference, obviously. Like, yeah. but I mean, graphically wise, this is the best looking version. Um, I will this get one, this. What one are you getting? No sword or shield? Um, well, I'm going to buy both. Because this this time, I'm, this time me and Bethany are going to do it properly. Where one plays you can one, trade. the other one, and we can trade over the the Pokemon that we can't get. Make her get the bunny then, so that I've get the water one, and we can all. Well, she. I think this. I think the po- the starter Pokemon are the same because there's three. So yeah, three. but you ha- you only get to choose one. So I'm saying if you get her to choose the bunny, and you're going with the monkey. Oh, she uh, she has chosen the bunny. She likes the bunny. There you go. That's perfect. Yeah. So uh, so she wants shield. So I'll get sold. I don't know. Like, see, usually I'm like, oh, I definitely have to get now because, like, a Pokemon, it's just like Sword or Shield. I'm like, um, I usually get the yeah. red version, but I don't know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna get Sword. She's getting Shield. So, but either cool. way, we'll be able to get the Pokemon that we that we need mm-hmm. to trade around. Um, Skybound has come out and cancelled all versions of. Overkills the Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, it's out on PC as well too. Yeah, it's, I think it's out on early access or some shit on PC. But they've they obviously played the game and went, "This is fucking terrible, guys!" Like, put this in. Why did it take them this long to play it though? Because it came out last year on PC. I'm sure it's like very early this year. Yeah, I think it might be early this year or very late last year. But um, no, I think I think you're right. It was last year. Um, but yeah, shite. Fuck off. <laughs> That's the second Walking Dead game that's been terrible. The one for the remember the one for the PS3. I was working at Game Center at the time, and I kept telling people, "Don't buy this." Like they would just wouldn't listen. Hey, that's the one who plays Daryl and Meryl. Garbage. Yes. Yeah. And th- this one sounds like it's even worse than that. You could see it was bad <coughs> just based off the like the trailer. Like, hmm, no, thank you. Yeah. They should have just stuck with like the Telltale style, like doing it that way because that will work in that in that universe and people associate The Walking Dead now with that type of gameplay and and those games are good so don't fucking do shit like this <laughs> yeah um, Games of Gold got announced as well so on Xbox One you get Adventure Time Pirates of the Enchiridion Enchiridion I don't know I don't know Adventure Time whatever that is some sort of wordplay on Pirates of the Caribbean Um and on uh, also on 
Xbox One, you get Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare 2, which I'm sure is already on EA Access anyway. Terrible game anyway. The original is far better. Hmm. You also get Star Wars Republic Commando for original Xbox, obviously battles compatible and whatnot. Okay. So you can play it on Xbox One. And um, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Which is the most hated review. Remember the was it what was it N four G and folk were saying that was lying and like a fake fake review and all this and then it came out and after it came out not one person commented again it was like oh shit he was telling the truth yes I was telling the truth because the the Konami rep came in the shop and he had copies and I was like I'm taking that home yeah I think you gave it like a it was like a sixty percent or something yeah which is a fair score for it which is a fair score it was a very short game like three hour. That's what I was trying. That's what I said, and they went bullshit. And I'm not bullshit. You haven't played it yet. I have. Yeah, and it, and it literally was like even I beat it in like under four hours. So <laughs> even with looking around at things, I actually quite enjoyed that game, but it was very short. Yeah, it had its okay points. Yeah, and it's backwards compatible, obviously as well. So it's worth worth a playthrough. Like if you haven't played it before, definitely because it's fun. Um, it's platinum, wasn't it? They've done that as well. I think it was, yeah. And you can yeah. tell because the gameplay, the gameplay was really solid. Like that slash system thing was really fun. Oh yeah, it was. Um, IGN is doing a new digital series for Alien Isolation, but it well, actually not. Out, <laughs> yeah, it actually turned out that it wasn't new at all. It was just the cutscenes from Alien Isolation. The game they did, they did add a few <laughs> extra scenes to make them seamless, you know, so it did make sense rather than just all of a sudden she's over here in the ship. So they did add new cutscenes to make it coherent. But yeah, it's just you're watching the game, but they promoted it as if it was like this new show. In fact, they called it a, a series, and it's like this isn't a series. This is like of the cutscenes that somebody put on YouTube like years ago. So yeah, someone's already done this on YouTube, like and yep. you're just piggybacking off the back for some reason IGN. Plus okay. IGN gave this game a five, which is terrible. <laughs> I didn't mind it, it was alright. Um No 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 no. I'm saying IGN giving it a five is a terrible yeah, score. Yeah. But then everybody jumped on it and said it's brilliant and they were, IGN's famous for that. It's like if the fans love it, they're like, Oh yeah, we loved it too, but we can see your review score, mate. Well, I mean, the, the review score is just one person's opinion, so if that person didn't like it, then fair enough. True. Like, the rest of the staff might have loved it. You don't know. Yeah. They don't review it as, like, a site. It's just one person. Um, Respawn are uh, revealing their Star Wars game on April the 13th. So that's uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So they're going to show that off for the first time. Which we've seen nothing apart from a title. I don't think this is going to... Yeah, they, they, they say it is. Seen a title? They told us a title. It's because they've been fucking around making um, Apex Legends. Yeah, that's weird. Like, because they've got obviously they've and got Titanfall that, this year as well. Some sort, some sort of Titanfall game coming out this year. Like, like it'll be a spin-off. Like, oh, what it'll, a spin-off of some kind. It'll be a spin-off. It'll be like Titanfall, some salvation. Titanfall, it'll be Titanfall Mech Commander. That's what it'll be. And it'll be an RTS no. game. That's what it'll be. Oh, like Halo Wars, Titanfall Wall. <laughs> no. What it'll be, I reckon, is it'll be a follow-on to BT story, or it'll be a story about one of the other pilots that was in the game that wasn't like talked about much, you know. And it'll be like her, or his, probably her story the way this year's going with female protagonists. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be a woman pilot, and it'll be about like another Titan, and it's kind of similar to BT, even though BT was meant to be a special one. So, hmm. 
Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield should be mentioned. Uh, it looks like they are setting a fictional version of the UK where Scotland is at the bottom for some reason. Or at the top. At the bottom. The Nintendo, or well, Rice Digital, sorry, finally came out and announced the release date for the Ace Attorney trilogy, so Phoenix Wright. Um, it's coming on April the 9th to the West. So America and, uh, and Europe. It's all. It's already out in Japan. I'll, I'm going to buy this. Like I really <laughs> want to play those games. If it was Phoenix Wright, I would definitely be all over it. Ace Attorney, I'm, it was good, but I'm not as excited. No, I mean, it is Phoenix Wright. I thought you said Ace Attorney. Yeah, I'll no, be getting Phoenix Wright. It's the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney trilogy. What like, do you it mean says three games. Well, it says three games. Because after, after those three games, they changed Sorry. it. And it's now Professor Layton. I thought I was saying Professor Layton. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Oh, no, I Jesus, know. what's wrong with me? No, Professor Layton's really good. He'd done a crossover where like, he was solving the case and Ace Attorney yep. was in the courtroom. That's a cool yep. idea, though, to do that. Definitely. Um, I would be interested to play that, but it's only on 3DS. So. Yeah. No, thank you. Switch version? Yes, I would play. Um, Bryce Harper... Bryce Harper. Okay. Phillies? Is, is that his it's name? It's a great news story. Bryce Harper Phillies, is that his name or is is it Bryce Harper? I don't know what you're saying. So the MLB cover star? Oh yeah, the, sorry. The, this is because you'd commented the cover. Put him up with like a hoodie and you're like, what the fuck is this? Mm. And it's because he hadn't signed for a team and now he's obviously signed for a team now. Phillies what is team? the team that he plays for. <laughs> Oh, right, okay. So, I know so, what you're trying to say now. Right. Because <laughs> I was like, what is he saying? Like, and then uh, you said, Bryce Harper Phillies. I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, the Phil- he's playing for the, the Phil- Philadelphia because, like. Philadelphia um, Phillies, in it, yeah. Yeah, I, I generally thought they were going to release this with him with the hoodie on, you know, just like that. And it's mm-hmm. what? Like, you know how they've done the they've done the basketball games like that? You know, like with a guy just with like street clothes on. It's kind of weird, but this was obviously like a tease because he hadn't signed for the team yet. So. Yeah. Cool. And this is a very good game. Like I know Andy doesn't like baseball, but this is like nothing like RBI baseball. This is a very playable, and it's known to be like a really good game as it was because they used to do the Major League Baseball Two K used to do it, and mm-hmm. it just wasn't as good. And this one's Sony's own one. Um, I I might get this year's, and yeah, I'm going to get this year's because like last year, like I was really off the PlayStation, and yeah i sold it for six months and like those six months over christmas for some reason i like playing sports games at the end of the year don't know why it's usually like a thing for me it's probably because the ice hockey game comes out at the end of the year and i just play all the sports games then but yeah um, i probably will get this nice uh, horizon zero dawn has now sold over 10 million copies it's just pretty good for a, like a new ip like that it's a good i, I bought it digital on the same but i can play it i keep forgetting about it because i Remember when I went down to London? I deleted all my play- ex- PlayStation. It's just Resident Evil. I'm like, oh, I don't want to play these. I-, I need to go into my library. I'll do it after the show. I'll go in my library and re-download it. I do. I love this, but why didn't I finish it? Was it Zelda? Zelda, yep. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Zelda was out at the same time, basically, and same with Mass Effect. Um, we're playing the games yeah. from two years ago, Ali. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is very uh, true. I, I did all. finish. Uh, yeah, you finished the Horizon. Yeah, I, I did finish Horizon. Like Horizon was the one I gravitated towards, like outside of Zelda, because like I didn't obviously finish Zelda back then. Yeah, uh, I, I played through Horizon, and I, I did really like it. it was really You're good. further than Fred in Zelda, which surprised me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's playing on the fucking Wii U. 
The peasant. Oh. <laughs> In fact, no, I think he might have switched over to the Switch. Ah. But he was playing on Wii U originally. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Decidia Final Fantasy NT is getting a free edition coming next month. I'm going to try that. See, if, I, I might try it, right? I'll consider it a demo. But I'm definitely not paying the characters. I'll just pay the full game, you know? Yeah, the full game's like a demo. Yeah. And I mean, it reviewed well as well. Like, I think this is probably what they're doing it for. It reviewed quite well. It just kind of didn't sell well. So they're like, this is a good game. Why is people not playing it? And I had the first two Decidias. The second one's the preferential one in the PSP because it contains the entire first game after you finish the story. So you don't need to own the first game. Just buy the second one straight away because it's a prequel anyway. And it's got, the like I said, the entire first game. I love Decidia. It's such a good game. And I don't know. Was this out when I sold my PlayStation? I couldn't remember. It must have been. Mm, maybe, but it didn't do well, like either commercially or critically. So critically, it did do well. Uh, this review, this did review well. Are you sure? I don't think. It yeah. Did. I don't remember seeing any buzz about it at all. What's what's the Metacritic on this? No, one? but no, right, that's what I'm just looking up, right? But um, that doesn't mean it's played just because there's no buzz. I just don't remember anybody talking about it at all. <laughs> so well, sorry, it's a sixty-seven. But for me, that's a good game for what it is. Yeah, that's, I would say that's good, not great. But that's what I mean. It didn't flop. It didn't get like a, a anthem. Well, I, I think it flopped like commercially. Oh, yeah, of course it did. But I mean, like, I, I'll play this. When's that out next week, did you say? Um, Next month, it said. So that was, yeah, in March. So that'll be April at some point. All ah, right, okay, cool. But, I mean, it's, it's like £9. But like, see if you look at all the review scores. Fours out of fives, like three out of five, four out of five, three out of five. So it's obviously doing some things, right? I mean, it could be fun to like go in as fucking Zidane and slash up Sephiroth. Like, that, it wouldn't that be because be he's shit. <laughs> the tail. The tail. I'm gonna well. I'm gonna like if we both get this game, I'm well gonna fight you with fucking Zidane. I'll go squall. <laughs> Chop his tail off. <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, shoot his tail off a gun blade. Yeah, Xbox Game Pass is announcing something on March seventh. Don't know what yet. We'll find out about that. In a yeah, th- th- it was weird. Like the thing that you sent us on your phone that says March seventh. No explanation needed. It's like, well, there is because you haven't told us anything. Like, yeah, <laughs> I like, and I reckon it's like Nintendo, it. but I think they'll save that for E three. Probably yeah. I actually quite like um, Microsoft's Game Pass like uh, Twitter page because they're they're always like teasing things and. Like it's, they're always quite kind of funny, and they they always tweet back at like big companies and stuff like that as well, and like talk about talk shit to them and things like that. So, so when is this Thursday? Do you think this could be a stealth drop of a game? Well, it could be, um, or it could be something to do like obviously the GDC is happening now, or like happening like this week. And it could be a big so, game that's got an exclusive for Game Pass, or something, like or that, a yeah. big game that's coming to Game Pass day one that everybody in PlayStation goes. Well, I really want that, but Xbox guys are getting it for free, practically. So. Or, or it could be Switch, or it could be Game Pass streaming of some sort, like on phone on any device. Yeah, like but like again, sort of I think that's going to stay. That's going to be E three. Yeah, but if they're announcing two new consoles at E three as well, then does that's a lot to pack in, and a lot for people to get their head around. Like, oh, you can do this, or you can do this, or you can do this. Like, that's a lot for people to get their head around. Yeah, what was the rumor in the console? The streaming version and the the like Xbox One X with an an SSD. That was the talk. It's essentially, yeah, like the Xbox One X Two or whatever they call it. 
Yeah. So there'll be a top line, and then there'll be a cheap model that you can stream to. That, that's which means, be, which means, as we okay. predicted, we're not seeing PS5 and Xbox Two till 2020 at the earliest. Oh yeah, yeah. 2020 is when it will come out. Like it, it's a good, it's a good branded year. 2020. Yeah. Like it sounds yeah. good for like a console. Like 2019 or like 2019. It doesn't have like the same. Do you think we'll get a PlayStation revision this year again, like the Pro Plus? <laughs> nah, nah. PlayStation Four is done with its models. 100%. See, if they don't, I could be tempted to look for a good PlayStation 4 Pro deal if it's going to last me at least a year. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I would just... Well, you, if you're not going to get a five-day one right enough. No, I'm not. No, I'm 100% so, so not getting I, a five. So I, I am 100% getting a PlayStation 4 Pro deal. But you said you're getting both this time, aren't you? And I'll most likely get the Xbox as well. Because like, I've really liked being able... Like, the, this last, like, what year year and a bit oh it's really so like much fun to have yeah. all three consoles and just being able to play anything but you've also played a lot more xbox this year like as well like you've, you've been really into it and like xbox sometimes is the better platform but i would love to play this show back to like andy almost day one in the show where it was no i will never have an xbox i will never play xbox and it was just <laughs> your total against xboxness and now it's kind of i like being multi-format as well i'm not gonna lie um but i kind of always have been like apart, well, when it moved to the PlayStation years, because when Sega went, I've never been able to have just one console. It's like mm-hmm. no, so that says a lot about Sega. <laughs> also, it says a lot about my age because I didn't have more money to spend on things. But yeah, that's yeah. Right. um, I don't know. Like with the PlayStation, with the it's weird. Like PlayStation Three day one, PlayStation Three had to have it. I got the three sixty the year after I got my PS Three, so I didn't get my Xbox three sixty. But see, once I started playing the three sixty, that was all I was about. Then at the end of the 360 life cycle, I ended up swapping back to PlayStation and I ended up getting PS4 day one, got the Xbox One, what, a year after? I think it was. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. And then, um, yeah, Xbox is kind of, I've had every model of it that's been out so far, so it's like, (laughs) I I don't know why. I just, I don't enjoy playing on my PlayStation anymore. I really don't. Even exclusives like Spider-Man, I'm like, ugh. And it's not, not the controller, it's not the graphics, because it still looks fine in the, the PS4 Slim. Like, this, yeah. it's not. But it's just, um, I don't know why. I just, it, like you said, see with the Xbox, because I've got Game Pass there, I've not got my EA access back. You know, it's like the games with gold, like, don't get me wrong, PlayStation 4, um, the Plus games are okay this month, but like, for most of the year, they're shite. Xbox Gold, at least one of the games, I'm like, oh, I'll download that because I want it at some point. See, like, um, I don't really care about the Plus games or the Gold games anymore. Like, most of them, like, I've already got them or I've already yeah. played them and beat them yeah. or I've already played them and don't like them. Um, Game Pass is what, like, keeps driving me back to Xbox. Like, every time... Game I'm, Pass like, is phenomenal always, service. There's always something. Every time something new drops, there's always two, three, maybe even four or five games that I'm like, oh, yeah. I actually wouldn't mind playing that. I mean, for fuck's sake. Before, or I would like, like to play that again. Like you said a couple of weeks ago, Rise of the Tomb Raider's on already. Yeah. Like, come Shadow on. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, yeah. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, sorry, yeah, my bad. And, and like, Forza Horizon 4, day one. Brilliant. Even though I'm, I'm not a big fan of it, I prefer 3. Um, sea of Thieves, brilliant, day one. Okay, I fell off it, but then Crackdown 3, day one. This is a game I would have paid for as well, and, like, Gears of War 5 will be day one, the new Halo game will be day one, and they're never leaving Game Pass. If there's... I don't know any other reason. Like if Nintendo announced this, pays eight pound a month and got all of it, all of their exclusives day one for free. I'd be like, well, you're getting eight pound a month as well, and Sony as well. I'd be like, and you get eight pounds. I'll be like, Oprah Winfrey, you get eight pounds. You get eight. <laughs> Honestly, man, th- 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 this is the best value sh- the subscription service in my mind that I subscribe to. 
Including Netflix. I probably get more out of Netflix if if I think about hours spent. I wouldn't lie, I'm the same. Constantly on Netflix, that's yeah. what the TVs are all on. But <laughs> yeah. in my mind, it's not like... Don't get me wrong, there are some Netflix things that are really cool. Like, we didn't mind Bright, it was an okay film, but for value for me as a gamer, like... Even though I like movies, I if if it said you can never watch a TV show again or you can never play a game again, I'd drop Netflix and I'd game like that would be my choice every day. And I know you're the same. Whereas my wife would be like, "No, no, I need my TV shows." I'm like, Mm. if if I had to make that choice one or the other, it would be games. Like it would be. (laughs) Hundred percent. That's why in my mind it is. Hmm. Uh, Ross sent us this article from GeekWire about Microsoft streaming stuff, but like it's nothing really that we didn't know before. Yeah. So we'll wait and see, like, if that comes to switch. That Ross pops up like every every month What's with one with, comment, yeah, one, and one then he, then we don't hear from him. Like even day to day life, I used to, he's my cousin, so like I used to hear from him a lot. It's like no, every now and then it would just be random. Did you see? I need to fly yes. back. So it's almost like we're doing Starland City Radio in real life now. <laughs> um, a hacker has managed to get Windows Ten running on the Switch. Mental. That's <laughs> that's awesome. Like, People love to push the boundaries on on things like this. Once you, I don't can, think it's pushing boundaries though. See when you know. Well, no, but when, once you can open the floodgates, like they're like, what else can I do with this thing? What can I get no. on it? Like, I would love to have a mind that could work like that, and you had to do that stuff so I could go hack Kaiwei on my computer. Oh, I've just opened up this, so I can do this now. I can load this. I can't do it. Not gonna lie. If I've got one, once they get instructions out, like hacking a PSP or stuff, yeah, I can do it. But see, to come up with the way to hack it and the, mm. the, making the program that will run the games off, like say a PSP and making it, that sort of stuff, I have no idea. Mm. Those, those, those are the people that like Sega, they hired uh, Christian Whitehead. That's what the game company should be hiring. They should be hiring those guys to work for them. Pay them you money. Work on the security and like shit like that. Yeah. Well, not just that, but their games, their systems, their in-game, like... Nintendo emulators, like, there's people that have had, um, they say you can't emulate PS2. You fucking can. Give those guys the right resources and right money and they'll have it working for you. Yep. Not PS2, PS3. What is it? Is it PS2? What, what's the one that's hard to emulate? That they've got um, working? It's not PS3 because they've not Dream- done that. PS3, Dreamcast. you can't do it. Dreamcast Saturn. is hard. Saturn is the other one. But they've done it. They've, they, these guys that done this, do you know, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if I was sitting and I had a games company, could do a new tech engineer a tech guy like who will i get like we need security like you said security systems who will i get to make this unhackable right who broke the last console this guy let's email him do you want a job mate come yeah. and meet us <laughs> all expenses paid here's your budget here's what you've got here but stop people breaking in that's that that makes sense to me and i'm pretty sure moves like that have been made in- oh for sure for sure um so a Mexican newspaper accidentally Arriba. reported that Arriba that um, Pokemon Sword and Shield <laughs> and Pokemon Gun were yep. announced. <laughs> yeah, because somebody obviously was taking the piss and it was like Pokemon Gun and they've published this in a local newspaper. <laughs> yeah, they would, they would never ever be a Pokemon Gun. Like, that would yeah, this is, I would not be surprised if the Asher Post posted this this week or next week. That this is the sort of thing that our local <laughs> newspaper would do as well. Yeah, because like, it's like a local Mexican newspaper that's done it. So, yeah, good good job, guys. There's no probably higher quality journalism there, Shapoo. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so there's why are you going quiet? Do you ever want to work for them? <laughs> no, 
No, definitely fucking not. Um, there's been some issues with uh, Anthem on the PS4, and basically it is big uh, issues. Big issues, yeah. Sometimes it's shutting down the PS4, and some people have even had their PS4 completely bricked by playing Anthem. Yeah, I deleted it from Xbox after reading this because it's like that won't be console exclusive. Like if my, I, I'm playing my ten hour trial, I'll talk about it later. But like if this does this to my Xbox One X, I'd be absolutely livid, and I would be asking EA for a fucking replacement console. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like a complete brick. It's just one of the ones where you need to reset it, but that's still fucking annoying, like having to redone all the Oh, right. I thought you meant brick, brick. I thought it meant it was bricking them completely. I think it's like, I think it's like bricked it to the point of like... It's oh, frozen. You, you have like, to unplug it to... the wall. Yeah. Well, I think it's gone further than that where you need to rebuild the the hard drive sort of thing. Jesus. Um, and some people, like, I think they've actually had to like completely reset their console and all that. So yeah, fuck that. Fuck Anthem. Checking. How has um, it done it though? Like that's insane. Like, is it too- it's just the way they've coded it, and like they've they've fucked up some of the code lines, and yeah, is it, like EA doesn't even know because EA is now reaching out to people to ask them, just the general to public help them fix it. Yeah, yeah, like people that are playing the game, like it's not like they're go- they're going to Sony. Fuck off, yeah, Sony help us fix this. They're going like players, please uh, let us know any problems that you're having with Anthem, and we will attempt to fix them. Like the let like as in get into the specifics of it. Like exactly like bug porting. Do you know yep. what? If you're, if you you're should have done this before the game came out, guys. Come do you on. know what? Like this is like see when the beta went and it was broken. Like I played another beta this week and it was fine. See when Fraser gets a game that he wants us all to get, we never hear the end of the game. I haven't heard one thing about Anthem. Like not one thing from Fraser, like nope. at all about this game. And like every time Fraser buys a game. Oh, you need to get this. You need to try this. Or oh, it's terrible. So I know this must be so bad because Fraser hasn't even mentioned it. Yep, <laughs> he's like, "Don't talk about Atom. Don't talk about Atom." <laughs> <laughs> um, fifty million people have now played uh, Apex Legend. That's good, man. Like, I'm not the hugest fan. Of- I still prefer Call of Duty Blackout. It's good, a good game for being free, and it's one of the most successful launches I've ever seen um, for an online game. Anyway, like, good for them, man. A couple of quick bits of Switch news. Um, Switch has now been the best-selling console in Japan for 12 months in a row now. That's insane. It's not that but surprising. But PS4's though. end of the life, yeah. Yeah, PS4's end of life. Xbox and Xbox doesn't, doesn't sell. Japan, yeah. um, and the Vita's dead, so... And they love Nintendo there. And, and, well, it's not even that. They love handheld gaming in Japan. True. Like, handheld True. gaming is massive in Japan. And the fact that you can play console-quality games on the go... Like, yeah, that's perfect for a Japanese audience, and that's where Nintendo's obviously got this, like the idea for the Switch from. Yeah, because in the Japan, it's a lot of tube system, isn't it? Like, um, yep. a lot of train systems. A tube system yeah. that actually works incredibly well. <laughs> like the yeah. trains are never late. If they're like two seconds late, then you get a refund. Like, is it? Hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like if it's more. Than, I think it's if it's more than five seconds late, then you get your journey for free. That sort of thing. That's crazy. The trains are the trains are never late ever. <laughs> like. It's absolutely wild. Could you imagine that, like over here? Like, you could be waiting fucking, a day. Every fucking train's late. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you've been waiting an hour at the train. Folks, trains train are off. It's like yeah, what? Yeah. I've been here an hour, mate. Yeah, train, yeah. trains cancel. Get a bus. Like fucking yeah. hell. <laughs> um, Friday the thirteenth is uh, coming to Switch in sometime this spring. Yeah, and that's a weird one. Like I said, I'm sure I posted it. Like from the last I heard, right? It's either the writer or director. Jason in the first movie, because if everyone remembers in the first Friday the 13th film, even though folk confuse it, it was his mum that it was about. Um, and they had the mask and 
maybe appear that but see the actual way that we remember Jason with the boiler suit hockey mask. It was the guy that done Friday Thirteenth too, and there was an argument between them of who actually owned the character, right? Mm-hmm. Because even though he was talked about in the first film, he was actually first shown in the second one, from what I remember. Like I'm not completely wrong with this but the basic argument was they got the go ahead from the guy that done the second film you know to do this he licensed it approved it blah blah and then because the court case is ongoing between these guys they had to haul all progress in the game all updates all patches all dlc and they said sorry the game will continue on but like we, we can no further we can do no further updates so how are they getting the permission to release it yet again like if they can't update it surely they would have needed permission because this is a whole new console it would need to be a different port you know to work on the switch so how the fuck did they get permission to do this, but they still can't update the original game? Like that's I'm not sure. I think I think they've probably got some agreement that they can release that game as it is. Yeah. yeah, use the assets that they've already done. They just can't do anything new to it. So like, if there's any bugs and shit like that in it, then they can't. Because do, rem- like- do you remember? Do you remember they released a, a a big statement about this? Do you know what I mean? Like there was a statement about yeah, Friday they couldn't patch it or any anymore or anything like that on the other consoles. So yeah, and it's to do with the license of Jason. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah. yeah, I would be reluctant to buy this game to be honest. Yeah, because if it comes out in Switch, which some games don't work straight away, and it's like, oh shit, we need to fix that, and they're like, oh, but we can't fix this version, sadly. Yeah. So, so they've yeah, obviously ported over the final. They've obviously ported over the final version. And they're crossing their fingers it works in Switch. Hmm. I enjoyed the game for what it was, but I mean. Yeah, avoid. It was not for me. I hated it. <laughs> Too slow. Um, there's a game coming to the uh, to Steam, which is called Rape Day. Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> this game is a visual novel game, which uh, apparently has over 500 images and over 7,000 words. Which uh, basically the game allows you to verbally harass, kill, and rape women as the player chooses to progress the story. Yeah, there has to be some sort of filter in this shit. Because what's next? Like a game where you animal like. I mean, games are art, so art can be anything. Games can be anything. Like yeah, but the service that's providing that can decide. Like that's why films get banned. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. No, like I don't really agree with it being on Steam. To be fair, like in the visibility. No. This game will get because it's controversial. This game will probably get more sales. Like if this game comes out, I might buy it to see what it is. Like, no, don't don't fund that no. developer. I might buy it because like <coughs> it's a it's a weird concept. No, it's not. It's a sick concept that should never have been allowed <laughs> on Steam. Do not buy this game, Andy. I may. Buy it. We'll see. <coughs> no, it's a visual novel, different. Ali. I like visual novels. Yeah. Reading. No. I can't. I can't. I can't agree with that. No. I don't. I don't see it coming out. To be honest, it should get banned, like a hundred percent, like from Steam anyway. If they want to release, it. yeah. I mean, if if they release it on their own website or whatever, fair enough. Yeah, but like you said, yeah, but it's art, right? But offense for its subject matter. That's the way I see it. Yeah, I mean, like, there's <coughs> a lot of there's a lot of fucking offensive art out there. I bet there's art that's like raping people. Definitely. Yeah, but that doesn't make it right. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't make it good either. No. But yeah, I, I, I don't think it should be on Steam. <laughs> Put it that way. No. It, no. No. There's no way this will ever come to Switch. PS4 or <laughs> Xbox, and definitely not Switch. No. No. Um, That's more than enough coverage about, that game deserves. Yeah. You posted an article about uh, E3 games. We can, we'll talk about that all the time. I think. 
Oh, no, 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 just click on it, take two seconds, so we're going to talk about it on the way up, because I want to build the E3 hype train starting now. So these are the two announced games. Oh, what are they on Cyberpunk 2077 and uh, Halo Infinite. Seeing Halo Infinite was kind of a, a no-brainer, and I'm, I'm intrigued, and yes, I'll play it because it's free, but <clears throat> being honest, I'm not the biggest Halo fan. Like, I hope Gears of War 5... Like, it's not only out soon, but it's shown, because Halo's usually end of the year, but I don't think we're going to get Halo this year. No, I don't think so either. I think that will be day one on the new console. New console. One. Like, not so necessarily. I think it will still come to Xbox One. Maybe not the original Xbox One, but... Um, the X and the X2, yeah. yeah. Or, or even the S. Do you think that we'll get Gears of War 5 at the end of this year? Or, like, what do you think's going to happen with Gears 5? I mean, we've seen enough of it to see that it's far enough in development to potentially Jinky. come this year, so could be. No, I Gears mean, 5 is this year. Yeah, yeah, so Microsoft needs some big hitters. Like, Do you think that's going to be start of the year or end of the year? Um, well, I can't see it coming out before E3. Like, there's no way. No, I don't mean before E3, right? Gears of War 4 came out October. Like, it's kind of when it goes head-to-head with Call of Duty and, like, Gears 3 was September looking back. Um, Gears 2 was November, yeah, so September, October, November. Yeah, so end of the year, it would make sense, all that. And Gears 1 was November, so yeah, this is definitely going to be a September, October, November game, because that's the Gears of War window by the looks of it. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, that's, that's all, all the news for this week. Yeah, but we'll, we'll keep updated. If there's more for next week, we'll for E3 this year, but I don't know why. I just feel like something good's going to happen. Because the last two E3s, I don't think I've been really <laughs> wowed over. I guess because there's like, the prospect of a new console on the horizon. And obviously, we're not going to see the PS5. I it's think it's maybe easy. also like realising the potential of Last of Us style quality. Well, that's a bad comparison because that was like a one of the best games of all time. But you know, that sort of where developers are friendly to the the how to utilise the consoles to the fullest, that sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, that was all the news. Cool. So let's move on to what we've been playing. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll jump in because I will be pretty brief, to be honest, because I've only played a couple of things very briefly. <laughs> um, played a little bit more Mass Effect. I've now got a third planet um, where I've started to work on like, terraforming it, essentially. Um, I still like I go into two modes when I'm playing this game that I've discovered. Like sometimes I want to jump in and just do story missions. Yeah. Like so, not missions where I'm going and shooting, going to planets and shooting shit. I just like going in and like investigating things on the ship or on the nexus or or wherever, um, and going around and finding things out. Um, and it's great that you can just do that in the game and other times I can go yeah I, I want to go down to the planet and like start exploring it and find it, find the missions down there shoot things kill them and start terraforming the planet and stuff like that so it's really cool that there's like those two completely different uh, gameplay styles that complement each other really well and I, I'm really liking that whole kind of aspect of it and the story in this game is great <laughs> like really good um, not, maybe not so much the overarching story of like oh here's a system you need to colonize it but all the like little intricate stories that are in amongst that brilliant absolutely love them and all voice acting and everything okay the lip sync isn't great but i'm really in, as long as you don't look at the lips it's fine yeah i can jump in and do my mass effect coverage here like 
Um, and I know I had an Xbox One X. I'm still in the Ice Planet, though. I'm taking my... Like, the Ice Planet's kind of sparse, you know, it's kind of spread out. And I'm kind of just enjoying, like, slowly going over this planet, seeing the different lightning colours, um, and the... What's, what's the wee buggy called in this one? The Nomad. Yeah, I'm going about in the Nomad. And I just love it. And, like, you're finding me side quests. That's what I was doing, like you were saying. And mm. there's this station, they're talking about hearing whispers in the ice and stuff like that. And I'm like, mm. yep. I want to go and see where these whispers are. Like, I'm really interested in that. Like, see that. And then I get distracted. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to see if I can drive up this hill, you know? And it's like, I know that's not what this game's meant for because it's a long enough game. But I'm, I'm just soaking it all in. I, I really, really like this game. Yeah, like, I've discovered a planet now, which is like, uh, sort of, it's where all the people went when, uh, when they mutinied on the Nexus. So I've been there, and it's like a kind of sort of like a pirate town almost. Not not pirates, but like space pirate type thing. Um, and the the planet there is crazy because like the water on that planet is uh, like toxic. So if you go in the water, it kills you. <laughs> so you need to not go in the water. Like you can go in it for like a second, uh, but if you don't get out of it very quickly, you die. But that really that's kind of like. Kinda that, like... Do you not remember the first planet where it was all the electric? Mm-hmm. Yep, electrical storms and that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, really good game so far. Really enjoyed it. I think I'm maybe like twenty five hours in now. But I didn't play too much more of it this week. Maybe a couple hours. But I'm I'm still jumping in here and there. Um, same with uh, Crackdown Three. I just been jumping in, doing like a few bits and pieces. I st- I haven't gone and fought the the next boss yet. The one that we did. I still haven't gone and beaten him. But I've just been going around and unlocking, like the, what they called the, 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 you know, the places you can reload and that sort of thing. Change your spec. What whatever those are called. Um, been going and doing some of those. And uh, and getting the jelly orbs and whatnot, which is great fun. Just to jump in and dick around for like an hour or so. Yeah, it's great that you can just do that in that game. Um, other than that. I did go back and play Zelda, Ali. Ali. I don't know where he went. But anyway, I did go back and play some uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, again, I only jumped in very briefly, but I wanted to kind of get back to actually finish that game off. Um, so I went and, I went and unlocked <coughs> the... Uh, sorry. Uh, that's good. I went and unlocked the final tower that I had to unlock in... Uh, in Breath of the Wild, and I couldn't like I remember the, the last time I was playing it, which was like July last year, <laughs> by by wow. my save file. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, I couldn't find this tower because I was searching for the tower and I was in the right sort of vicinity for it, but I couldn't fucking find it anywhere. So I just ended up climbing a bunch of hills till I could look around using the binocular thing, and eventually found the found the tower and climbed it and and unlocked it. So I've now unlocked the whole map. Finally, after two years. <laughs> or nearly two years. Um, but yeah, I think I need to go and get the Master Sword, and then I'll go and try Ganon. That's my, my aim for the next wee while with that game. Do you think you ever get the DLC for this game? One day. This the, to, to get 100% the vanilla version of the game? I, won't, I don't care about doing that. To be fair, I think if I manage to beat Ganon, that'll be me pretty much done with it. Oh, that's a shame because there's so much more to the game. Yeah, but 
I mean, there's no trophies. <laughs> like, there's none driving me to... No, this I know, is, but there's... It's one of the best games of all time, if not the best. Yeah, I mean, I've put eight hours into it, so... Like, yeah. if I can go beat the final boss, I think I've had my money's worth well I mean, that game. <laughs> Zelda is not an eight hour. Like, Zelda games are RPG. 40, 50 hours, maybe. Yep. If, so even, quite, if even. I'm quite happy if I can beat it by, like, nine hours. I'll be very happy with that. Um, I played one other game this week which I picked up which was uh, Batman The Enemy Within so it's like yeah, I haven't, Batman Season 2 I've finished the first season and I've got the second but I've never started the second one yes I just wanted like a a kind of easy story game with not much gameplay in it and what did you get it on the Playstation 4? Yeah, I got it on PS4 because obviously it's an easy platinum and that anyway. So I did, I, I did the first episode, um, finished that off last night. Um, it's really good. Good story. Uh, the story, the story is actually brilliant. Like it's a really, really good Batman story. Obviously, they change it a little bit up from like what what's happening in the comics and things like that. And obviously, different, way different from the TV shows and the movies and everything. Yeah, because um, I like how Joker was in the the Arkham Asylum with you. Not yes, John, he's John yeah. Doe. He's not the Joker, but he's coming in. He's kind of coming into more of the forefront of it of it now. And they haven't revealed him as the Joker yet. But like, I just met Harley Quinn, and he's like, "Oh, I'm in love with this girl." No, okay, because <laughs> he thinks he's he, he he thinks he's your friend in this. Yeah, he does, and you kind of have to play along with that a little bit uh, to get in with his kind of inner circle. Um, but yeah, really, really liking the story. The gameplay is typical Telltale Quick Time Events. There's actually probably more quick time events in the Batman ones than in any of the other ones. But they're yeah. stylized in like a kind of comic booky way, which is totally fine and it works fine for the combat. But I really like the story and they've got like the kind of a bit of the detective investigating things we need to link things together and whatnot. So yeah. the first episode is all about the Riddler. And I, I really enjoyed that. And there was a couple of like there was, a, there was one like really sad moment in it to be honest <laughs> but the story's great like well worth playing so far I'm like maybe a wee bit of the way through uh, episode 2 cool it's definitely one that I need to finish but like uh, I, I got it like um, episode I got the first season and I say I just burnt out in Telltale because I've just been playing too much of it so I might, I might fire up the second one at some point. Yeah, I mean, there's no more Telltale coming, so you're not going to get burned out on it anymore. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I take over. Good job finishing The Walking Dead. I would kind of hope that these kind of licensed games kind of kept going, you know, these ones. I just, I don't want to see the end of some of them. Like, Wolf Among Us Season 2 had just been announced and then they do yeah, that. That's not, that's not happening. Yeah. Yeah, they'd play anything else. Cool. So, like I said, I'd played Mass Effect. I've played a couple of things. I think you have played another thing, but you've not talked about it. Um, so, I actually got a code from Nintendo Life from for Travis Strikes Back oh my God. on this on the Switch. Okay. Which is No More Heroes. And I actually quite liked it. Um, this game got absolutely slated. And for me, this is one of, don't believe the reviews. Like... Mm. Um, basically starts with a cutscene and the guy kill you and you get sucked into the video game console called the Death Drive Mark 2 and uh, I'm only, I've only played the first um, level so so far I like it and it's got some platform sections it's not like um, it's not the easiest game it's quite, quite a challenge sometimes um, it's definitely designed for you to be 
using the Joy Cons like you would a Wiimote because to recharge the um, sort of lightsaber that Travis has, you remember you used to have to shake the Wii Remote, so he made that <laughs> the wanky gesture, so that it was quite funny. You have to do it in this as well, obviously, but playing it handheld, shaking the console, like isn't obviously practical in the middle of a fight. Um, you can click down L3 and waggle the right stick, but that's not the most practical. Um, so definitely want to play more on TV. I like the design for it. Like it's kind of still in the same art style as the old ones, which was kind of that sort of weird, subverted, cell shaded kind of almost mm. anime cell shaded weirdness. Um, this the the first two were kind of like GTA light hub worlds with like hack and slash missions. This one, I think it's split. What? <laughs> this sorry, my cat just jumped on me. This one's split into like obviously different styles of games. The first one being a hack and slash. Yeah. I think it's obviously into it um so like there's upgradable attacks there's collectibles those are alternate routes and the controls are easy they even talk about how oh you need to explain much the controls he does explain the controls um and the intro like at one point i was like oh come on just let me play and it's like don't you just hate when video game intros are so long you know it's one of those games mm-hmm. yeah. um so like i said it's enjoyable to play but in the first level there's not much substance and that's kind of contradictive but it doesn't have to have substance to be fun to play in my mind. Like, there's not like it doesn't have to be a deep and meaningful game. I had fun playing it, and to be honest, if I'd bought this, I wouldn't be disappointed. Mm. Um, but I I avoided it because of the reviews. What I would say is, for a fan of the series, you're definitely going to like it. If this is your first Travis game, I would consider spending the money on a secondhand Wii and No More Heroes One at least. You know. Just because it's that will literally be the same price if you buy a second hand Wii, Wii in your house, then what have you been doing? Go to your grand's because she's probably got one. Um, <laughs> I'm not lying, but like you know, what I mean, like play No More Heroes One and get to know the character and like them. Uh, no More Heroes Two, I think you can get in PS3 as well, but it's a Nintendo game. Um, I would really like to see No More Heroes One and Two on the Switch, like as a remaster almost. Uh, I think that would be a good way for them to get the pennies to do No More Heroes 3. Mm. Uh, I don't like how he kind of tried to hold the fans hostage by saying, yeah, if you buy this game, then I'll, cons- depending on how well it does, or then I'll work No More Heroes 3. I, I don't know if that was misquoted or the way he said it was wrong. but no, like um, that is what he said. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's interpreted, do you know what I mean? So it might not have been... It might. It sounded like he was holding the fans hostage, but it might have mm. been the publisher or whatever said that oh, yeah, yeah. we'll let you make it, you know. But it was definitely the headlines with so it looks like No More Heroes 3 is going to happen, but from what I've been reading, but this one, yeah, it's fun. Like, see, if I manage to not push through, it sounds like I didn't like it. If I manage to get through the rest of the level, the season pass once the content starts coming out, you know, buy it that way, because um, there is a season pass for it that came with the physical version, but it came separate, digital. But thanks to Nintendo Life for this. This was one of those cases of retweet to win, and I'm like... Yeah, we didn't get a review code for this because we never asked for it and I didn't buy it. So ugh, I'll retweet and scroll down Twitter and then I get a message from them. I didn't think these things were actually real. You know, I didn't think they actually <laughs> gave, yeah. gave these out. But no, thanks very much to them. And I, yeah, like I said, I'm kind of like annoyed now that I didn't pay for this game because I am enjoying it. Um, we'll see once I've finished this. Fun, different, every level is different games. So we'll see how I feel about it once I've played some of the other ones because I've seen some that look like Hotline Miami and some that look... Um, like, uh, I don't know, weird hotel-style games. And I know people had their issues with it, but for me, if I'd paid, was it 25 bucks or something like that? 20 quid, something like that? Yeah, that's, something 
that's fine for this game. Like, if you reviewed this and said it wasn't what you, you were expecting, no more heroes. This is exactly what Suda said it was going to be. So, and it stars Travis. It feels like it's in the No More Heroes universe. It does not feel like a spin-off. It obviously, it's not gameplay-wise like No More Heroes 1 and 2, but the story is that Travis is in hiding and a guy comes out and you get sucked into this console. So, yeah, that's a bit silly, but No More Heroes was silly. Um, but you can swap characters to him as well. Badman, his name is. You can play it in co-op. So, um, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm, and I was surprised like it took me like a week to redeem the code and I'm like oh god here we go and I'm like no this is enjoyable it's just a shame it's harder to charge um, light, lightsaber you know uh, in handheld because I think it really games like well in handheld top down a hotline Miami style look um, but yeah uh, so the other gamer um, the Division 2 beater oh yeah I did try that as well so Division 2 beta, I like the first one, but you've probably heard the story of got it on Xbox, then everyone bought it on PlayStation, by the time that I waited a month or two and bought it on PlayStation, everybody was too far ahead to make it worthwhile playing through the story missions, so I ended up wandering myself, and by that point all my friends were in the dark zone, so I went back to Xbox, and then the only people that I would play it with was Yogi and his friends who didn't come on till like 3 in the morning, so mm-hmm. it was almost impossible for me to finish. I would have loved to have finished it. My biggest problem with this is it feels like jumping into the sequel. It is jumping into the sequel without finishing the first one. But it's really grinding my gears that some of the later missions, obviously in Division, you needed to have a team. And at this stage, it's like you would need to literally me and Andy go and buy it again and restart from the beginning. It's like Division 2 is out soon. So the level, it basically gives you crates, like uh, field. This is just me going through the differences. Field level proficiency caches, which are cool. I've got a funny feeling these are going to be monetized at some point in the game. Um, so basically, instead of having to go through stuff, this will give you like a case when you get up a level and it will give you some gear that matches your level, which is nice. Um, set in DC. It was a bit glitchy. Like sometimes there would be, it'd be like kill the enemies and they wouldn't be there and then they would like phase into the game and it's like you weren't there a minute ago, but it is a beta. Um, I finished the first mission rescuing the daughter. And then you get this base and it opens up like an overwhelming amount of side quests. Here you see see it. Wow, that's a lot of places like after the first mission. Um, Then I just played about a bit. I think the streets feel a bit emptier um, Mm. than the New York City streets in the first one. Uh, I don't think that it's populated. Not that it was post-apocalypse. It's not exactly populated, but gang-wise, I didn't feel there was as many gangs in this. I don't feel that the radars is good picking up the enemies as the first one was. Um, don't know if there's going to be an upgrade later because obviously it's customizable. Didn't like that the customizing the character was not that I'm a big character customizer, but it was more or less: do you want this standard face or this standard face with a beard? You know, I, I prefer a, a kind of medium character customizer when this is going to be potentially my character for the next hundred plus hours if I get into this game. Um, so yeah, we'll wait and see what comes in the final release because again, sometimes this does happen in betas, you just get the basic version. I think the menus were a bit more short. Yeah, we have like uh, breaking stuff down into components and selling stuff was good. Uh, I prefer the look of the first one, the grimy look. I don't really have too much to say about it because it plays like the first one. 
doesn't look a thousand times better because the Division 1 obviously is not that old a game, like what is it, two or three years old and that's that's held up, the graphical style is more or less the same, I haven't anyway, I haven't noticed anything and that's me on Xbox One X and I don't think the Division was optimised or I ever played it on my X um, I don't know, I preferred the look of the first one, this one's kind of it's not quite full Rage 2 Far Cry New Dawn, but this seems to be the year of the rainbow colours in games you know, like everything looks like an explosion at a marshmallow factory in those games uh, with spray paint. And running down the streets, there was like green mist and like the spray, the spray paint from the gangs was like neon and stuff. So kind of like jumped on that trend that's kind of coming or the, the, the style trend. Is that the right word for yeah, games? Definitely this year's kind of bring style. Yeah. And I don't know, like I like grimy. I know like kind of with the dark grimy game, Batman Begins hit cinemas. And it, it's nice, but this is going from one extreme to another, like going from dark and grimy to like uh, somebody's just threw a grenade in a gumball machine and the paint from it's went everywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the neon paint left over from the Manchester years. Uh, rest in peace, Keith Flint. But like, uh, mm-hmm. honestly, like um, I'm not the biggest fan of it. So far, it's not overbearing, but just run down the street with fucking neon mist and aluminous spray paint. It's like, uh, I don't feel this is as post-apocalyptic as it is. Like Far, that's just what I thought about Far Cry as well. It's like, because it's so colourful. Nothing about it feels post-apocalyptic. You know that's what I get from it. But anyway, Division Two. If Andy's getting it, then I'm going to jump on. Um, I was worried because my worry about Andy getting games all the time is if this is a multiplayer game, and I always usually get the season pass or the gold edition. It comes to a certain point in the year. Oh, Andy, do you want to play? I don't have the season pass for that. Like I'm sure it happened with Destiny, it happened with Call of Duty, and I didn't want it happening with this. But the good thing is, the season pass is pointless, ladies and gentlemen, this year because <laughs> it's totally pointless. Everybody gets it. Everybody gets the DLC. Um, which is a great way of keeping your subscribers on the service yep. because I'm damn sure Andy wasn't the only one that dropped off these games when it's like, okay, now we're in the season pass era, you finished the game. It's like, well, I'm done with this game then. Um, giving it free. And the only advantage this season pass, which is guaranteed 20 quid gives you, is a couple of bits of DLC, cosmetic DLC, yep. and seven days early access. <laughs> so who in the right mind's buying this? I have no idea, but I think I'm down for this. My only issue is I've got a week to decide because Devil May Cry 5 is also out and I can only really justify one game a month days mm. and uh, I don't know I'll need to think because the Division beat is finished now yeah it was, yeah, it was um, Monday there so at least I got a go yeah it, it was good and as long as I've got somebody to play with because like even two of you you'd be able to I meant and playing with randoms it never works you know they either steal all the kills and take all the good loot um or like they just would run ahead and waste the you would you wouldn't even get a chance so you wouldn't even be leveling up you'd just be at the start area with geared up to the nines running through the mission clearing it all out for you so as long as me and you've got it and we can play it together i'll be fine with that like we michael said that you'd pick it up to um fraser if he gets it i we in PlayStation. Yeah, he is getting it, but he's getting it on PlayStation. Oh, well. Yeah. I'll be getting an Xbox. I have to. Just better than Xbox. It really is. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Division 2, I'm kind of swaying more to 2. My only issue is, and this, uh, this is again Andy, Dev May Cry will probably hold its price point longer than Division 2. See, I would think it was the other way, because like, I, I think uh, 
I think Devil May Cry will be a solo game, and then be a, it's a solo game, and there's no like. And I suppose if Division Two picks up speed, it'll it'll dip and rise and dip and rise in price because for, oh, I'll jump back on it. I'll sell. Yeah, and I like my Tom Clancy. Do you not remember when I bought the Division? I bought like the big, huge, the super watch, deluxe yeah. box with the watch, mm-hmm. and I've still got that watch. I just don't like it. Um, Jeez, I love it's cool. It says Tom Clancy in the back, and it's a Tom Clancy watch, and it lights up exactly like they've got it in Division Two as well. You've seen the guy using it, and hmm. um, the, the start cutscenes. And I mean, I had the book and everything. I've pre-ordered the book for this one too. So yeah, I think I'm gonna have to sway towards it because t- do you know what? I'm gonna go down this route again. I know we're, but like, where's Splinter Cell, Andy? What the <laughs> fuck that, are that they doing? Compatible. No, where's the new Splinter Cell? Like, because... Uh, E3. Do you think, because, like, they've done this Ghost Recon, apparently there was Sam Fisher gone future sessions in Odyssey. Um, the third echelon goggles or fourth echelon is now. Where, why has it went away for so long? Like, well, and even... have been working on, on the game for what? a while. Like, obviously, there's no Assassin's Creed game this year, so... Like, for how long? A game... No, no, but that could be. This could be their big game for like this year. Like, if, see if they announce it like at E three coming out this year. Like, I think that's what they'll do. What they'll announce it's coming out this year. Yeah, I mean they were doing that with <coughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey last year. Like they, they it got leaked just before E three, um, but obviously it came out last year. So. So you think this game's been in the works for six years? Maybe not that's six been, years, but like. Well, Blacklist came out six years ago. Three or four years, anyway. So I, I'm because going to be ready to go. It, this year. it it definitely has to be coming out because why else would remember at the end of last year they put in that and it was Sam Fisher. Yep. <coughs> and they made a comment about that other guy. And he looks at the camera going, "It's just me left," you know. Hmm. <coughs> and he was talking about the different operatives because remember, obviously Metal Gear get, can because yeah. he left and he said, "Ah, oh, it's just me." So. <laughs> That's a tease. <coughs> Will you get Splinter Cell? Um, no. <laughs> Why? I don't have any interest in it. You're not stealth good at stealth. Games. No, I hate stealth games. But if it's anything like Blacklist, you don't have to play it stealth. Yeah, I mean, I might try Blacklist. Like I've got like all the Splinter Cell games on PC, so I could I could try any of them. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, it was rumoured the last two years at Ethan, and there was, like, it was definitely leaked on, remember the Amazon leak that came out in every other hmm. placeholder? Like it said, it's 2018. So, I think even Amazon were ready to come out, or they get told, and something. This, I do think it is. I don't know if it's this year, though. Yeah, I, I think it's getting announced at E3, and I think it's coming this year. And Jake, it's going to be full on. Okay, here's the last Dubisoft thing, and it's going to be Sam Fisher's goggles, full on gameplay. And then everyone's yep. like, oh, and it's going to, be, yeah, out August this year or something. Uh, probably not August. Probably more like September or October or November sort of time. Yeah, Call of Duty time. But I don't think that's wise for Splinter Cell to come out this time. It's Call of Duty, especially if I mean, it's Modern Warfare. Like Call of Duty will be November or whatnot. Like, so if they can get it out by October, start of October, like, it'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, that that's all I played. Which I, I do like the division. I did enjoy it. Division coming out at the start of the year is good. I don't think the division would swim very well in the the deep waters of the end of the year. 
I, I think it coming out now is really smart and like you you'll probably seen it yourself like the advertising for it's ramped up massively since anthem came out like they're all they're trying to pick up the players no, like, oh, the stragglers oh, i want no no they're trying to pick up the players that are like oh i wanted a live service game anthem is fucked like divisions right around the corner like next week so yeah plus that... it, plus it'll be trying to pick up the people that were pissed off with anthem yep definitely um so yeah what did you think of it when you played it because yeah, I, I enjoyed. So, yes, yeah, so I didn't see it. Like, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I liked the the gunplay. Uh, I liked the kind of. I only did the first mission really, and then just kind of dicked around for a bit. Um, I actually did the first mission twice because I got to like the. The White House, and mm-hmm. then, I can't remember what I was doing, but like I had to go and do something, and I I didn't get to the point where it like saved my progress, so I ended up having to do the first mission again. <laughs> I was like, ah. But but interestingly, the second time I did the mission, it was dark, like it was in the mm-hmm. dark, and the first time it was it was like in daytime. So I was like, oh, it actually mm. felt a bit different. Um, it was cool. harder in the dark because yeah, see enemies, see anything, <laughs> and like I don't I don't know if you have like torches or anything you could turn on, but it was definitely a lot harder to do it in the dark. But I, I still enjoyed doing it, and it was it felt different enough that I was okay with having to, to do it twice. But I mean, it's a beta. Like all yeah. the gunplay and stuff like that felt good, and the movement was fine and stuff like that. So. See, I didn't want to do too much because obviously you're gonna to have to replay yeah. that mission. Yeah, that's that was my thought as well. I was like, okay, well, I've, I've seen enough here that like this is something that I could get into. So the um, the lock on shooting is the way that it snaps to the enemies. I found. So you didn't like you that? Sorry. I, I sorry, my cat's doing. So um, move. So basically, yeah, you have to um, you push L to target, um, and it snaps on a bit too much. Like I prefer it a bit looser, and more or less, you just have to wiggle the right stick up and down, you know, to hit them if they're ducking and what. Um, but then again, I'm sure you can adjust that as well. The big text you obviously liked, and it was quite handy to be able to read characters on the screen in a game these days because everybody chooses font size ten as the maximum size these days for some reason. And even yeah, on a big had, screen, yeah, this one had super large fonts, which I totally appreciate because like, I'm short sighted and like I don't like to sit close to the, yeah. the TV, um, and mm-hmm. I can't never be fucked wearing my glasses to play games. So yeah. I, I love being able to have big text. I'd have loved to have that in Assassin's Creed Odyssey or God of War because like all, especially in the menus, it's like these are very menu based games, so you need to go and equip items and show like that and try to see what everything is and what stat effects <laughs> it has and stuff like that. It's just annoying. Like when you're having to read tiny text. So, yeah, I really appreciate them having a bigger text one. Do you know what? I also turned on the voice thing, like the accessibility still thing, because it felt futuristic. Um, and, like, so it was reading out. You didn't know? No. So it felt like, see, when you're in your menu. Um, okay, Ross has posted news, but already aware of it two weeks ago. <laughs> I love how he's trying to take part. Um, but yeah, um, Division 2, I think that's the one I'm going to go for. Nice. Imagine in the 7th, though, it said coming to Game Pass. <gasps> Maybe, you never know. I don't think so. I don't think it would be softer that way inclined, especially not when they can make so- Like, But then again, if they're determined to get players on day one and beat out Anthem, which I forgot, that's the last game I played. I'm not going to say too much about it. I just wanted to give it a fair shake. And <laughs> it's just balls. Like, the game's not good at all. I finished the first bit. I bought the N7 bit for my armor. 
as Fraser was trying to get me excited. That's the only time I heard about it was when you know he went into the decals and he sent me a picture day one of the N7, thinking it would tease me in. And I'm like, it doesn't look like Bioware. That's its biggest fault when I'm playing it. Bioware games have a certain feeling, like Dragon Age, like Knights of the Old Republic, and um, Mass Effect. Like, sure, like Mass Effect, Andromeda, and Dragon Age, the Inquisition. They they look different. They still feel Bioware. Nothing. And I mean nothing about Anthem feels like Bioware made it. It's almost as if a different studio made it. Just one guy from Bioware overseeing the project, so they went, yeah, this is a Bioware project. So, like, it feels like Destiny, but third person. Like, and that's not what Bioware do. And I I literally mean it's the opposite of Destiny, because see, when you go back to your base camp, it's in first person. And in Destiny, when you go back to your base camp, it goes to third person. The base camp looks like fucking Destiny. It does, yeah. I don't like it. Everything about it. So the open world, the parts that are open, there's fuck all there. So I was flying about trying to do missions on the world map, and then I was fighting a boss that took me quite a while, and by quite a while, I mean maybe 15 minutes, to take down his health. Just before my last shot, the servers crashed, and I'm like, this is meant to be enticing me to buy this game. And I'm not, not, I wasn't even in a co mission, there's a lot going on. I was in the free roam in the world <laughs> and it crashed. Also, during a mission I did play with people online, it, an enemy whacked me inside some scenery and I could not move, couldn't get out. I was inside like a sort of like um, metal structure. I could see outside and everything. They could see. I just couldn't move. The only thing that solved it was when they like move forwards and you know you move forwards with them into the next area. Um, yeah, the load times are horrendous on the Xbox what the fuck is this? Like, I feel sorry that Bioware had bet the crying in their chains in each basement going, we didn't want this, we didn't want this. Because mm. do you not remember just before this came out, they actually started saying things like, we wanted to do a Knights of the Old Republic remaster, but EA said no. Like, they're not the ones that's holding it back because the fans have been asking for a update, you know, like maybe Andromeda-style graphics, and it would sell like shit, but EA is the ones that have said no. Like, because they can't monetize it. That's why they're allowed to make the Old Republic still, because they're like, well, it still makes money, doesn't it? It's a subscription service. So, <sighs> Anthem, Anthem, Anthem. I don't even think it's going to be as successful as um, as Evolve was. No, no, I don't think it is. I think it's already too late for that game. It's fucked. I mean... What was what was the worst what was the worst game? I think like No Man's Sky or something, probably. Like Anthem's yeah, I mean, definitely it's Anthem's so definitely like, Yeah, but Anthem's definitely went, Hold my beer. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Fallout seventy six, there's a more recent one. Yeah, there's a more recent yeah. uh, Fallout seventy six went, Oh fuck lunch, this is the worst lunch of this year and Anthem just went <clears throat> and cracked its fingers. <laughs> I think the thing is like with uh, No Man's Sky they said after after like a couple of months of launch, they're like, okay, we're gonna fix it. We're gonna mm. sort all the issues. Cool. And they were kind of still adding to it. We, yeah, they're still adding to it. We were kind of unproven studio, and we didn't know they would be able to do that. Um, and that, and we already said they're giving. Good- yeah, you cut out for a second there, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so like No Man's Sky did sell well, and and then like they managed to like get it up to where it needed to be, and it's now there, and it is a good game now. Um, I think the thing is with uh, EA, I don't believe EA will put 
put the time in to fix this game. Like no, they will abandon it and move on. And if it doesn't pick up, it. yeah. Hmm. Um, but if you look at like Ubisoft, like they've had a few games that have had rocky launches, and then they've continued to update and stuck with it and fixed it and made them great. Yeah, like the crew. Like, like, well, maybe not the crew, but that's not really my type of game. But they did. Uh, or like did, Assassin's Creed Unity. No, not even those. Like, I mean, more like <laughs> Rainbow Six. More recent ones than that. Like Rainbow Six Siege, like had a shit launch and it was dodgy at launch and people hated it. And and then after six months or so, they'd fixed it and it started to sell and it just <laughs> keeps selling and it's fucking huge now. Even For Honor had a shit launch and they kept and it's still and shit. fixing it. And it's well, still I mean, shit. It, it's not our type. In of game, concept, but, it's rock paper scissors. Oh yeah, but like it's not a type of game, but like people love it now, like absolutely love it. There's a huge esports thing for it. I, I get Ghost, this day one. Ghost Recon as well. Um, they kept updating it, kept making it great. Ghost Division Recon's one. phenomenal. Yeah, Division One. Like we were still getting updates that, recently, wasn't massive it? Massive amount. Yeah, and they kept updating it right up until like two weeks ago, basically. So yeah, Division Division One get bad press, and I I really enjoyed that. So. I think ultimately, like Fallout seventy six, will be a better game than Anthem. Than I would Anthem. agree. I Anthem has one year and it'll be dead. I think they'll kind of slowly back away from it. I think they went. Do you know how much we spent in advertising for this Bioware? Went, We're sorry, master, but do you not agree though? It, nothing about it says Bioware apart from the title, like the, the actual gameplay. Nothing of it doesn't look or feel like Bioware. And I know that's kind of pigeonholing a developer, mm-hmm. but when you get such a good developer of RPGs and you force them to do a Destiny light version. I don't even think this is good as Destiny One. No, I don't think so. It feels like Destiny with like empty story, like totally empty. Like, yeah, but and Destiny had Destiny had an empty so story. Yeah, no, no, like it's just that whole fetch quest thing. Like, yeah, go here, wait here for five minutes while I unlock this thing. Hmm, okay, yeah. where have I done? Uh, this defend. Wait, wait, I'm trying to hack the computer. You need to hold up. Okay, so I'm, I've got to stay in this circle close to this so you can hack it. Okay, yeah. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Though, do you not agree that maybe not all of Bioware worked on this? Like, I just don't believe that Bioware worked on this story-wise or gameplay-wise because it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like Bioware. Yeah, I would agree. It doesn't doesn't feel anything like anything like Mass Effect at all, or Dragon Age, or or Knights of the Republic. Yeah. Which is weird because they're known for grand epic storytelling games. Third person Destiny ripoffs that are worse than Destiny. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Division 2, I'm in. Anthem, I'm cool. out. Well, anyway, we're going to finish up there. Or am I cutting out still? Yeah. <laughs> right, just yeah. finish the show for me then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you can uh, find us uh, here every Tuesday. Stay tuned for the B team with Chip Sell and the guys in just over an hour on all games. And uh, yeah, tune into the Xbox Show UK, which will have a new episode coming in the next couple of weeks. Just like you